Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, everyone. Welcome to Storytime, where we talk about all things real estate. I'm your host, Saad Munir. Well, now we're into February, and you know what that means, right? Packed open houses are right around the corner. Just kidding. They already began as early as mid-January in the greater Boston area, but chances are they likely are going to get busier as interest rates go down as expected, if, as the weather gets nicer going into March, April, etc., so let's talk about open houses today, the ins and outs, how to best handle them, what to expect, what to do and what not to do, all that, especially if you're in a competitive area, just like Greater Boston, and especially if you're a current or prospective buyer. Listen up. So first, just some general info about open houses. First, what the heck is an open house? Maybe a silly question, but I'm going to answer it anyway for any newbies out there. An open house is when a seller and their agent hold an open showing of a property at a particular time or times. Anybody can come. They do not have to have their agent with them. They often need to sign in if they come without their agent, and they're free to check out the house inside and out during that block of time. Some open houses, if busy, may have a line, and they may only allow a few people in at a time or even limit walkthroughs of a property to 10 to 15 minutes to control traffic and give everyone a chance. Not all properties have open houses. In fact, I had a discussion with a seller recently where they specifically want to avoid open houses and are looking for private showings only. Open houses are usually not a time to bring an inspector. I'll cover who might be a good idea to bring a little later. The listing agent or someone from their team will be present for the open house, and there are likely to be materials available that you can grab pertaining to that property. Over the last couple of years, QR codes are becoming more and more popular as well, so look out for those. Sometimes you'll meet a lender at the open house as well. They sometimes co-host and maybe provide refreshment for folks. It's always a good idea to connect with the lender that might be there to see if they have some programs or some rates or something like that that might be attractive for you. Some agents slash sellers hold one open house, some hold two or three through a weekend, and some even hold four. This is a very important point that I'll bring up again a little bit later. Just note for now that some, some most places will have multiple open houses uh, and just note when they are. Okay, let's take a quick break. And when we come back, we'll delve into my tips, tricks, and things to keep in mind when it comes to open houses. 
Hey everyone, Saad here from Storytime. I hope you're enjoying all the talk about real estate. I absolutely love it and I have been having a ton of fun putting these together for you. If you're liking what you're hearing or even if you've learned something new, one thing that would be super helpful is if you would leave a rating on Spotify and a review on Apple or wherever you get your podcast. It would mean a ton to us. It helps us reach more people and build a community of real estate enthusiasts. Also, if you have any real estate questions, I'd love to hear from you. Reach out to me through my Instagram handle. That's Saad Munir. I'm easily searchable, but S-A-A-D-M-U-N-1-R. The I is a one. And I might even be able to answer your question in a future episode. Thanks again for tuning into Storytime. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. At Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com wonder. This podcast is sponsored by Cloud Optimizer. As a business owner or IT manager, are your cloud investment costs going up and you don't know why? It's time for Cloud Optimizer. As you migrate your business to the cloud, what you're spending and why you're spending it can get a little hazy. But Cloud Optimizer clears up the mystery and puts the cloud to work for you. Cloud Optimizer starts by analyzing usage patterns, right-sizing resources, leveraging discounts you may not be aware of, implementing automation, and much more. And by reducing unnecessary expenses and maximizing performance, Cloud Optimizer guarantees you a savings of five times what you spend for their service. As you utilize cloud-based services more and more, you don't have to lose sight or control of your spend. You can stay agile, streamline your costs, and optimize your performance, plus save significant money with Cloud Optimizer. Make the cloud work for you with Cloud Optimizer. Get a free assessment and find out how much you can save by going to cloudoptimizer.com. Go to cloudoptimizer.com for your free assessment. That's cloudoptimizer.com. Welcome back to Storytime. Today, we're talking about open houses and how to make sure you make the most of your next open house visit. Let's talk about five open house do's and five don'ts from my perspective. Of course, this is not an inclusive list, but especially if you're an agent and disagree with anything here, please ping me. Let's chat. I would love to get other folks' perspectives. So let's start with the do's. Number one, arrive 15 to 20 minutes after the open house begins. And that's for two reasons. One, sometimes listing agents are late. You'll avoid being confused and waiting around, messaging your agent on WhatsApp, uh, that kind of thing. And two, this will help you get a sense of how busy the open house is. If you come 15 to 20 minutes in, the first folks that showed up right at the open house began are likely heading out now. And there's a new batch of people coming in. So you can easily get a sense 
for how much traffic there is, how much competition there might be, that kind of thing. And you can parlay that to your agent if they're not there with you. Number two, especially if you like the house, grab the necessary materials available, especially floor plans, upgrade lists, et cetera, and talk to the listing agent a bit. You might have some questions, um, so definitely get those answered, but it also just helps if they recognize you as when your agent reaches out to submit an offer, get questions answered, et cetera, they'll recall that you were engaged with them. If it's a competitive situation, believe me, it really can't help. The third point, try and bring your agent. If your agent is busy, they're not going to be able to make it to every open house you go to. <clears throat> if your agent is busy, they're not going to be able to make it to every open house you go to. And that's totally fine. But if you like a particular house, it would certainly be helpful if your agent is there. You can learn from your agent as you walk through the house, get their opinion. And most importantly, if you want to submit an offer, they'll be able to give you a much better guidance if they've actually seen the house. I repeat, your agent cannot be at each open house. So don't get mad at them if they can't make it but take pictures of things or maybe schedule a private showing or something with your agent if you'd like. Just getting their perspective on things is always helpful. The fourth point, look at gutters, the roof, flashing, any staining on the ceilings, any evidence of water in the basement. I'm not going to take go... <clears throat> I'm not going to go into the details here on what to look for exactly in each of those areas, but... If you have a good agent, they'll walk you through these things. For instance, check the closet ceilings, prime area to see stains if there is an issue, and look for what is called efflorescence in any unfinished basement areas. It's basically a white residue left behind by water. Hot tip right there. Now, number five, a lot of people skip the attic or don't spend enough time in the basement. Make sure to spend enough time in both. This is where these two areas, I should say, are where most of the potential issues will be found, where a lot of the big ticket items will be, will be placed. Uh, these are an absolute must for any open house, any showing, any property that you're planning on putting an offer in. You won't always be able to easily access an attic at an open house, so, but definitely ask about it. If you can't get access, great. If you can't get access at the open house, at least get the right information. Or, and if they don't have it, you know, make sure to follow up on it. Now let's move on to the don'ts. Number one, as I mentioned earlier, don't bring an inspector. Agents, listing agents that is, will not be happy with that. Uh, obviously, an inspector can take up you know, two hours or what have you. Uh, it can be distracting to other folks that are coming in. Um, instead, feel free to bring a contractor or a friend or family member who knows a thing or two about renos if that's applicable for the property. Uh, number two, don't use the bathroom. Uh, I know it sounds funny, but I mean it. Sometimes if it's a vacant property, the water is shut off in the house, which of course can spell a disaster. There may not be everything you need in there anyway. And honestly, even if the bathroom is functioning, it's just rude and could put the listing agent in a really bad spot. The home is a showpiece and that includes the bathrooms. So please plan ahead. Number three, don't talk out loud as you see things you like or you don't like, especially if you like them. Um, a, you, you do not want to give off a sign of too much interest to the listing agent. That could hurt you in negotiations if you decide to place an offer. Number four, 
don't wear shoes that are hard to put booties around or are generally hard to take off or put back on. Sounds simple, I know. But we're talking about people's properties here, and oftentimes you'll be asked to take your shoes off or wear booties. People want to protect their floors. People want to make sure there's not a mess. If it's if it's gross out, like it's been raining or there's snow on the ground or something like that, people just don't want that all over their their homes, vacant or not, right? Um, so, ladies especially, try not to wear heels to an open house. Um, I've seen it before, and it can be can be uh, quite awkward and stressful uh, for for all involved. Um, number five, I mentioned earlier, some listings could have multiple open houses. Try to go to the first one. Don't wait if you can help it. There's too little supply and a lot of listings that do come on, they come on with the following disclosure. In quotes, sellers reserve the right to accept an offer at any time, end quote. What does that mean? It means someone who does go to the first open house, often these are the most serious potential buyers for that property, they submit an offer, and then all of a sudden, the open house you are planning to go to is canceled. Trust me, this has happened to my clients. It actually happened two weekends ago. It actually happened two weekends ago in Arlington, a pretty coveted and competitive town close to Boston. They couldn't make the first open house, and were planning to go to the second one with me instead, but we never made it. The market is hot enough already. Don't wait to see something you really think you might like. You may never even get a shot at. Um, now open house season guys is officially here. Uh, the market is tricky and it's probably going to get more competitive on a listing to listing basis as the year goes on, because as I mentioned earlier, rates are projected to come down. In fact, there are at least two rate cuts projected for this year for 2024. That will mean more buyers in the market. So it's best to be prepared and plan ahead. These are just a few of the do's and don'ts, but if you have questions on anything I mentioned, you want to refute anything, or maybe you want to chat about something I didn't cover today, feel free to reach out to me directly anytime. Thanks for joining us today. Storytime is a production of Refillion Media. It's produced by Ari Maffei. Follow me at Saad Munir, that's S-A-A-D-M-U-N-1-R on Instagram. And follow Tori at Tori Hole. That's with two eyes. Once again, I'm Saad Munir. 